Hello, wrestling fans. Joe Murata here from Our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at OVP Podcast. I'm here today to introduce to you the Mount Rushmore and Death Valley of Million Dollar Corporation members. And what the hell is the Mount Rushmore and Death Valley? Well, back in the day, we used to do a segment called Mount Rushmore and Death Valley. It was where we would take the four best of something, put them on a Mount Rushmore, but the four worst would go down into the desert of Death Valley. We did this segment for a very long time on our regular weekly podcast, and then we did a bunch of extra ones on our Patreon. This is one of those extras. It's about an hour long, so enjoy this as we go through all the greats. Kama, Tatanka, King Kong Bundy, maybe even Santa Claus. It's the Mount Rushmore and Death Valley of Million Dollar Corporation members. Hello, wrestling fans and patrons, and welcome to another OVP Mount Rushmore and Death Valley Extra. This is for Friday, September 28th, 2018. I am Joe Murata, alongside the one and only Michael Quinn. How you doing, Michael? Howdy doody. How you doing? Uh, money, money, money. Money, 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 honey. Yeah. Yeah, money. Uh, this is the greed edition. Yep, this is the greed edition here. This was a... Uh, this was somewhat of a request, Quinn. Somewhat, although we had to modify it because we made it for worse. reasons. <laughs> yeah, we made it worse. Yeah. <laughs> so there was an unnamed request on the spreadsheet. Oh, it was anonymous. Yeah, it's for, like they're a GM of Raw. Yeah, thing. it was like it was Hornswoggle. Yeah, uh, for uh, what is it called? Teddy Biasi proteges. Yes, diabetes. But, Ted diabetes protege. Yeah. <laughs> diabetes. Yeah, but we figured, you know what? Let's just make it even worse. Okay. And let's just make it the million dollar corporation. Yeah. Because that's a, that was really good faction. <laughs> great faction. Do you want to go into the history of that said faction? Before we explain this, I must introduce the Mount Rushmore and Death Valley of... Million dollar corporation members. Joe just sprung that <laughs> yes, on me. I did. He knows that anytime I hear these old Windows noises, I just like lose my shit. Oh, that's Windows ninety eight, by the yeah. way. So oh, we're moving on up. I've, what was the last one? That was ninety five. Yeah. Okay. So uh, maybe XP will be next. Yeah. I should, or maybe two thousand. Yeah. I should mention that uh, this is the first Quinn of the Patreon only. I guess Mount Rushmore and Death Valley is the last one we just did was Monday. Right. Uh, the official last one. You know, wrestlers. Isn't it ironic that like we were ending Rushmore and the first thing we freaking record <laughs> after it is Rushmore. It's just the way the schedule worked out, folks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you'll don't worry. I'll still keep updating the sounds every now and then. Yeah, I, figured, I agree with that. I figured in honor of this being our first one, it was the end of you know that season anyway, season 10. Get some new effects. We'll see what I have in store for die, the Rushmore. Die to die will definitely live on. Right? Yes, don't yeah, worry about okay. that. That'll Is there is there going to be a new um like winter noise or whatever there will be okay good all right so quinn whoever had the pick here i'm not sure who this was because they didn't uh explain it so you'll take the stick but before you take that stick mm -hmm. ted dibiase very accomplished wrestler yeah well-respected wrestler uh, wealthy <laughs> wealthy, wealthy wrestler great run though i'd say in the wbf from 87 to 93 good run yeah like that time mary tyler moore took his money because she needs it right you know as <laughs> as jesse ventura yeah. said uh Mediocre tag team run in Monday. Yeah, Inc. it's not very good. I, I it's revisionist history for people to say that that was any right. sort of good. They're just boring. We're revising the revision, and we're right. saying it's shitty. <laughs> we're correcting but, yeah. it basically. Yeah. It really isn't that good. I'd love to say it's good. Yeah, I think you 
liked to believe for a while they were a right. good tag team, and I like slowly convinced you. Like <laughs> I, we've just watched stuff. It's not good. It's not bad. It's no, just they're not horrible. whatever. Mediocre. Like, it's just yeah. Right? It's like I don't care. But his run before that, obviously, like 87 to 89, where he was really like a main player, had the Hogan right. feud, the Savage feud. Great stuff. And I would say up to 91, he was like a yeah. main guy. Up to the Virgil and then Piper feud, yeah, right? the Virgil thing was like the last thing. And didn't he even headline a MSG against Piper? Yeah, like, like in December of <laughs> yeah. 91 or whatever. It was like some like big thing that they built, like yeah. good enough well, to because, headline MSG. Because he kept being like, come on, Virgil! <laughs> yeah, right. Come on, Verge! Like God. all that garbage. And then it led to some MSG match with Roddy Piper where Sherry, of course, her clothes got ripped off. I mean, par for the yeah, course, yeah. right? If, if Sherry's uh, in a match against a virtuous face, you right. know, that face has to rip her clothes off, whether it's Piper, Hogan, right. whoever, right? You know, that's just... So normal. <laughs> so to get to the Million Dollar Corporation, so in September, in August of 1993, DiBiase had his last WWF match against uh, Razor Ramon, SummerSlam 93. Yes, unfortunately, not, in the white tights. It was bad. Yes, not a very good match. Yeah. He then went to Japan. He teamed with Stan Hansen. They actually won the tag titles over there. I never knew about any of this. Yeah, in September, but he injured his neck in the process. Hmm. Uh, well, do you remember that picture of Ted DiBiase dressed like AJ Styles from a few weeks back on the board? Oh, where he had was- like a vest on? I thought he looked like uh, somebody else, like a you know, hangman page or yeah. whatever. But like, yeah, I know what you're talking That was from that? That's I thought from that was from much earlier. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. So he had a great, great little team there with Stan Hansen, but he injured himself. So Vince brings him back just as a commentator. With a swishy coat or whatever. Yeah, this is the first downgrade of his attire. His I, real serious I downgrade. I can't believe they did that. The downgrade? Now, now, do you think that it's a downgrade in our eyes because the 80s, like, um, wealthy clothes looked a little bit better than the 90s? Because it was like the era of the big suit. Like, you know what I the mean? The late How, 80s like, was? Yeah, like, or no, the, ni- the mid-90s oh, got those, like, yeah, what you're saying. fat suits. Yeah, like, like, the way too big shoulders and yeah, everything. And yeah, that was just coat. the way, like, suits... Suits, if you notice, <laughs> through the years, they, like, they just... They either get skinnier or bigger, depending on, like, whatever the previous thing was. Right, it's right. It's just that it wasn't that. So, like, <laughs> just, right now, it's skinny suits. I'm sure in, like, five years, the... the you know, you go to uh, J.M. Hinckley's or what's the store I'm thinking of? Uh, Joseph A. Yeah, J.M. Hinckley is even yeah, better. Whatever. You go there, all of a sudden it'll be all <laughs> fat suits again. Like, And then five years after that, it'll be skinny suits again. It's just, it's the way it goes. Uh, speaking of uh, attempted assassin, who did Hinckley try to shoot? Or who did he actually wind up shooting? Uh, John Lennon, right? No. Same time frame, though. Hinckley? I Hinkley. thought he was a Lennon, the Lennon That was guy. Mark David Chapman. And he thought that, um, you know, Jody Foster wanted him Jody to do it. Jody Foster was Hinkley, but yeah. he didn't shoot Lennon. That was Mark David Chapman. Hinkley. Was Come he on. Reagan? Yes. Okay. There you go. And he yeah. also hit that guy, John Brady. Remember oh, Brady? Yeah. The Brady the, Bill? Yeah, the Brady Bill. Now, what does that even do? Not to be confused with the Brady Bunch. I yeah. think it bans assassinations in the U.S. What? How I think was that it was, not banned? I think it was legal until then, right? What What do you mean it was legal? What is this, the episode where I like was questioning the drug laws, the Maybe. assassination laws? <laughs> yeah, they weren't legal until yeah. then. A lot of assassination references lately yeah. here on OVP. Uh, so anyway, so they bring him back as a rather poor commentator. Yeah, at he Rumble really 94. sucks. And he's on a lot of superstars, too, <laughs> yes, if I recall. Right. He's on Challenge, actually. Yeah, sorry. I know. Because Brain's not there anymore. He's with, like, Gorilla for some it's of horrible. it. It's not. He's not good. No and one cares. And he's always just cackling and just <laughs> annoying. And, like, I'm I didn't rich. really understand why I was supposed to think of him as some, like, really good color analyst guy. He wasn't. And you know what's so disappointing? In the vein of a Billy Graham, uh-huh. who, as a wrestler, 
was one of the best personalities and a fantastic talker, Billy Graham was, right? Mm-hmm. DiBiase is when he was a wrestler, his promos were great. Right. When he was a commentator. Shitty. And yeah. then he becomes a manager, just oh, like Billy extra Graham. Shitty. Shitty, right? So here's the corporation. We're getting to it. Don't worry. I think all this is necessary. It is necessary. Because you have to see, like, you think Ted DiBiase, you think, oh, he's awesome. He was elite. Right. And and then you come to this. <laughs> <laughs> so the summer of 94, shortly after King of the Ring, shortly before SummerSlam, Ted DiBiase announces that he's formed a corporation. Yeah. Did the, he go? Did he have to go to, like, the patent office or whatever you do to get incorporated? I don't know. It might have been, like, the Million Dollar LLC to start yeah. with. I'm not really it sure. It was a small start. It was a small start. <laughs> the, a meteoric rise of this <laughs> yeah. company and a sharp decline. Very sharp. So, the first two members, of course, his Million Dollar team, they wrestle in the opener at SummerSlam 94. It would be DiBiase. I mean, uh, IRS and Bigelow, right? Of course, IRS. Of course, IRS lingering around. And then the corporation goes on to add a bunch of members, as we'll name as we go right. on with this thing. They throughout. were all ass. <laughs> <laughs> they I'm were. Just they were all I'm ass. It, I'm, not, I'm getting it out of the way. They all suck. And by mid '96, it's just him and one other person. That person gets him kind of like loses a match on purpose to get rid of him. Right. And then he winds up in the WCW in the summer of '96. Mm-hmm. So two year run of the corporation. Okay. Uh, Quinn, whoever had the pick here, you take the stick. Who do you think is actually the best person in this? Stable? I mean, I'm picking from the real bottom of the barrel here. Yeah, so well, it, it's hard, but I would say like. You know, I first got into wrestling, right? Yeah. Around like early ninety five, mm-hmm. late ninety four. I saw some stuff, whatever. And this, this guy, was a thing. This this was a thing. This was a main guy in their stable, Psycho Sid. I to yeah. me, he's like the biggest thing they had. And he wasn't even very good, but he wasn't good. Especially now, in nineteen ninety five. I like Sid later. I like Sid leaves, earlier too. When he leaves this horrible right. corporation. It's an anomaly in Sid's career, and it's like the only time he wasn't over. Yeah. You know how he, Sid's normally over right. wherever he goes? Like, whether it's NWA, WWF in 91 and 2, mm-hmm. WWF in 96 and 7. Right. He's always, like, something. Even in WCW <laughs> yes. in, like, late 90s, yeah. he's a thing. He, in, like, 2000, like, right? People are cheering. Right. Right? They're like, this is awesome. He has Sid's this, here. He has this weird charisma that everyone just likes. Yeah, because he's just weird and crazy. And you, you actually, like, believe he's... <laughs> yeah. He does a very convincing job of the crazy, even though he's just, like, a softball player, yeah. like a common normal guy from Memphis or something. Pretty soft-spoken guy, right? Yeah. But 95, yes, despite being the cornerstone of the corporation all year. He is the cornerstone, and that's why I have to nominate him first. Yeah. He also stinks also in 95. Like, what you said is right. This is the, we're picking the best from the bottom of the barrel. Right. You know, like, the best might be, the worst might be under the barrel. He's the crown jewel, I would say. Crown jewel, baby. Yeah. Yeah, he really is throughout 95 from like (laughs) February onward. For the longest period, let's say that. Yeah. Yeah. For the longest period, he is someone that somehow main evented like three pay-per-views. Right. But you have to say (laughs) pay-per-view with like a (laughs) grain of salt because these are the earliest of early in your house. In your house one was main evented -evented by Sid and Diesel. Sucked. Yeah, it was horrible. King of the Ring 95 was main evented by... Sid and Tatanka oh! versus Diesel and Bigelow. And you wonder why that pay-per-view is like known as one of the worst <laughs> things ever. July 95 in your house was main evented by Sid Diesel 2 Electric Lumberjack. Right, great. Also really I always bad. wanted to see that match. And then he stopped being a main eventer with good reason, obviously. Well, until he, he was like, I'm the man! And then he just won the title or yeah, whatever. Everyone liked him. Yeah. Everyone was like, yeah, this is fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so DiBiase, mm-hmm. Not a great manager, but yes, that was a good uh, pick, I guess, to lead in kayfabe as mm-hmm. the cornerstone. Yeah, okay, Sid, sure. Yeah. Same size as the world champion, has a good right. shot at beating him. Right. Okay. He's so, pretty psycho. 
He's a little psycho, at and least. he's very Sid. He's very Sid, that's yeah. for sure. Well, he's a really good pick. I'm going to have to give you his earlier, the earlier cornerstone. Yep. Bam, bam, Bigelow. Yep. I would say the uh, yeah, that's the like other guy I think of because yeah. the whole Lawrence Taylor incident. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, it's amazing to really think about. <laughs> this is crazy, but I didn't really think about it when I was a kid. What? But holy shit, the Million Dollar Corporation was like the lead heels of this company, like all of 1995. Like there's nobody, like even yes. at WrestleMania. That's why it's one of the Royal worst Rumble, years. Yeah. Like, that's th- why it's a bad year. Yeah. Think about it. Like They're well, it. Besides Mabel, and that's literally only for like a couple of months. Yeah, but Mabel is even like, Compared to them, he's almost like just a friend because it's like royalty and rich people. You, get, you know what I mean? Like it's the same fucking... It's new money and old money. Yeah, it's the same fucking trope. Now, who's the old money in that case? Because DiBiase. You think? Because oh, a yeah. king is usually considered old money in, in yeah, real but he, society. But he was on a mission. You know, he was from the hood. Yeah, but he won a prestigious crown with lineage of he two years. Savio Vega. Two-year lineage. <laughs> two-year lineage, and he beat uh, Quang. Yeah. <laughs> no, but... Uh, Bam Bam was like the initial like big star. That's unfortunate. I know, but Bam Bam was at least good. This Can was we, was this the last try to make Bam Bam like the top thing, like the top bad guy? Oh, I don't think there was ever a try. I think no, it was well, like they, a veiled attempt. They were trying. He was rising in like ninety three and ninety four. I thought at least. I think in ninety three he was always treated with like a lot of respect. Right. I mean, he didn't lose often. He lost to Brett. You I know, thought he, he was rising yeah. to like the top heel in the company. And then he fought Doink and all that shit. I think the Lawrence Taylor thing like ruined all of it. I know, and the whole promise, from what I understand, is that he was going to get a big push after that. But I guess the click de- derailed that. Well, in '95, you know, but the fire coat didn't within, help. Within reason, <laughs> I, I'm going to thank the click in this case because his reputation was shot after that Lawrence Taylor shit. It was. Like, How do you rebuild them from yeah, that? They they were in a sense. I I don't defend them because a lot of times they did do shitty shit. Yes, but like in this case, like this is the this is right for business to like abandon fire coat. Like, <laughs> you're right it was a time to extinguish that flame so yeah. to speak and he fizzled out but in terms of being like a, a good wrestler right. right bam bam is probably one of the best yeah. in the corporation that's not all the criteria is though quinn right i mean it's yeah but know, i mean he's also like he's like sid he was like the cornerstone and he stuff. Was. so it's like i think he hits all the check boxes as far as like if you're good in the million dollar corporation he was good within the corporation yeah right. he just lost to a football player but i mean right and he got happens. kicked out for it he did yeah, yeah that was well, actually the reason why he got kicked out and they've replaced him with sid even though he like predictably lost like i never understood teddy biasi supposed to be this like smart like businessman like you got to no, like, come on. I really? know. Well, Sid and Bam Bam are probably the best two. Is there anyone else you want to float around? I, I, mean, I think the ringmaster. Yeah, he would have to be the next one. Now, if you try to retcon, not you, but yeah. if one hears, oh, Steve Austin, you know, Stone Cold was in the Million Dollar Corporation, which he right. was. Yeah. He was Stone Cold after the yeah. ringmaster. I he, think he was Stone Cold even like partially yes. while he was. While he was like in the corporation at WrestleMania, he was already stone cold, and he was still with DiBiase. Yes, yes, yeah. He was he was stone cold by March. Right. The Ringmaster, if you're not familiar, folks, December of '95, Austin comes in with like his ECW crew cut and Brother Love. Why? First of all, (laughs) why did they bring Brother Love back? That was the they brought him back for that interview. That was horrible. Whatever. You know what? This funny about that interview though. I feel like Austin really like just takes over immediately and that like, yes. like get the fuck out of here i'm better than everyone yeah. remember he's like he's almost like hollywood blonde steve austin sort still of, but, but he, serious but he's a little gruffer there's some gruff yeah i would say 
Now he was okay in the corporation. If you like really want to be fair, they booked him like asshole. Yeah. But like I've always said, that Vega feud is like yes, fine. Exactly. <laughs> There's that, nothing that's wrong with it. Why, first of all, he's like he's the premier member after after Sid, Sid and Bam Bam. Sid left right. to play softball so or died or something. He's like the natural like like has to be Rushmore, right? Because he's DiBiase's main dude. The third and final main dude. Right. Right. And he was the last member of the corporation right. too. Yeah. He left in May uh, because DiBiase got kicked out or left. Remember DiBiase said he would retire. He, if... he got kicked out of his own company. There was a, the, yeah. the, the, Austin the, bought the it board out. kicked him out or something. CEO of yeah. Ringmaster. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I thought Austin was fine for like what it was in that thing. Yeah. It's not it's like as, a... <laughs> it's as DiBiase says in that stupid like Legends of Wrestling, you know, once you get over, you'll be over forever or something. Like, remember how he like takes credit for like Steve Austin? He did nothing to help him. He I know. Was, it's was, amazing. He was auxiliary all yeah. the way. He was just there. <laughs> in his stupid like white turtleneck under yeah. the suit thing. Like the whole time. I know what you mean. Like, he did not give a shit about his attire by 96, yeah. DiBiase, it was right? It's like he's just showing up. <laughs> he, you could tell he, he didn't, didn't even wear care. a tie anymore. He stopped trying. <laughs> yeah. He like, barely talked. It was upsetting when he stopped wearing a bow tie. Now, I don't like bow ties like very famously. I'm an anti-bow tie person. So you didn't like Tucker Carlson back in the day? No, I still don't like him anyway. But <laughs> I don't either. Anyway, um, I feel that only Ted DiBiase can get away with that because he's always wearing like tuxedos, right? What about Bob Backlund? He's an idiot. All right. Like he he just he's one of those people that I think ingrained in my brain that bow ties suck. Back Bobby Backlund? Yeah, for real. About- like I just always associated after it with like like a real like dork. Like just the worst. Bill Nye. He's a scientist, so he's like inherently a dork. Though? So it was like an accepting thing because right. it's like, well, he knows shit, you know. Bob Backlund was just an idiot. Like he, he didn't babbled. know any- yeah, yeah, he didn't know anything. So so you were upset. You think it signified a, a change in DiBiase's mentality when he stopped right, wearing the exactly. bow tie? It's like he lost his sense of class. He might be right. Yeah, it's, it's sad. sad. It, 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 that started in 95, too, right. where he just stopped doing it. So, okay. But uh, as far as Austin's concerned, good member. Yeah, I solid. Think. I mean, you got he was the million-dollar champion, too. He's the only one they, like, graced it. Like, they brought it back. They which did. I was surprised yeah, that was they weird. had not done that yeah. earlier. Like. You know what I mean? Like, DiBiase was, like, floating around the toilet for, like, years, and they, they have this million-dollar belt gimmick that they could have bestowed to, like, absolutely anybody in the corporation, and they you're just right. never did. Yeah, you're right. IRS could have been million-dollar champion. Uh, Psycho Sid. He should have been. That, that, been that cool. should have been what they did after he lost to Diesel. Make him a million-dollar champion. Right, exactly. funny. Yeah. Uh, so who's number one, then? Is it Sid? Um, I mean... I'm gonna go with Sid, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's gotta be, right? Because it's, like... He's like that middle like portion, like the height of the million dollar corporation kind of thing. <laughs> if that's the height, that shows how bad this stable is. Bam Bam I, might be the height because of the Lawrence Taylor I think thing. Bam Bam, yeah, it's so Bam, hard. I, I think I all like Bam three Bam. of these guys are going to make it. I think it's just a matter of who's first. I like to put Bam Bam in. Okay, first. let's put Bam Bam in first. All right. So for number one, Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> all over the world. Perfect. Now that I'm glad he always surprises me with these. That that is I, that is one of those. If you don't know what that is, we do it sometimes on the show. We do it. So, What's up? But don't forget, there are many guys like you all over the world. 
So what that is, is when you win in Street Fighter 1, not 2. 1. You know how in 2, you win and they, it just writes down. Like, but yeah. it's like, For some reason, in the first one, when they didn't even have the technology to do it, they just decided, you know, let's put like voices in here. Yeah, it's horrible. And so every single time <laughs> you win, or is it lose? That's when you win. That's the when you win. That's what happens every time. <laughs> the lose one is... You've got a lot to learn before you beat me. <laughs> Try again, Kido. Kido. <laughs> Kido. Why? <laughs> Try again, Guido. Yeah. All right. So Bam Bam's number one. I guess Sid is number two. He's got to be. All right, right. Let's just call this what I, it is. Just so I can hear this again. <laughs> yeah, we're going to hear a bunch of this. All right. So for number two, <laughs> Psycho Sid. <laughs> it's obnoxiously long. <laughs> I know. It's perfect. How many episodes before we stop laughing at this? Never? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bam Bam and Sid. Uh, and then Ringmaster, right? I mean, yeah. I, I, <laughs> we'll what, fight to find someone for strength? number four. What yeah. strength, Ringmaster? All right. We've uh, we've made our case for him already. I don't yeah. think you guys could argue <laughs> yeah. for number three, Steve Austin. <laughs> All right. Who the hell can possibly be number four? So, though? okay. I have two choices here for myself. Like, this is the two that I think are the most eligible, sadly. Okay. You say one, and then I'll give you one. Ted DiBiase himself. Can we count him? Yes. We have. I mean, he's the main person in it. But this sucks. So, I mean, he wasn't good. I, I would say he probably shouldn't make it. He wasn't good. Wow, really? Well, okay. Okay. Can and I give you... Well, can I just say the other one? Is it like, one, two, three, I, kid? No. Oh. Because I can't think of anybody else more prominent. Fake Who? Undertaker. Shut up. No, <laughs> like, no, no. No, why not, though? In the... Like, in the... Stop it. In this no. wheelhouse, like the, the million dollar corporation, you You're know? You're kicked out of the house. <laughs> You're kicked out of the wheelhouse. How could you not? Well, because I think the one, two, three kid, that was a... That was the most embarrassing thing no. I've ever... Yeah, it's a crybaby match? Are you serious? Yeah, but that's kayfabe. I think it was good for his career to turn heel. I think heel. it was horrible. It was great that he turned heel. No, it was great that he turned heel, but he turned heel in the most like stupid way possible. No, this was like how he became X-Pac. It no, all started I, in this. No. He became a big jerk. He was an embarrassment, though. And that's one match. You don't remember. <laughs> They put him in a diaper, Joe. Well, someone had to go in a diaper. I was going to say he would be in the Death Valley, no, not the Mount Rushmore. Why? Are you kidding me? No. This was a horrible thing. He had that fucking mop hair at that point Quinn, and the purple all the he, time. He was good as a heel, though. No, he wasn't. You like him better as a face. You like the, the one, two, three the, kid better I, as no, a face. No, I like the six was the better heel But this is where version. that came from. No, he, he started being a big dick and started growing the beard. He wasn't whiny in WCW. He was like just an asshole. He was an asshole in, in the end of this run. I don't agree with you. I think this I mean, was happened. very poor. It wasn't that bad. Man, really, I can't believe you're nominating him. In, you in just Rushmore. nominated Fake Undertaker for the record. At least he main evented something. Quinn, <laughs> really? This was a complete embarrassment. It ruined him forever. In my opinion... What? He could never come back as the one, two, three kid after wearing a diaper and he shouldn't though because he's not a, a bottle or whatever anymore. The well, only person a, that's no, still, he's not a kid anymore. He's a baby now. The only person that still down. calls himself kid in the fifties is Shawn Michaels. He's a heartbreaker. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna be a pacemaker in a second. Well, he's wrestling again soon. Yeah, I know. So. <laughs> we gotta make that Saudi money there. What is the deal? Can, on an aside, why yeah. that just annoys me because it's you know this Patreon. Yeah, right. Like I am the biggest Shawn Michaels fan. You know that, right? Yes, I do. 
And even I, like, when I heard this announcement, like, I think I heard it the same day we were recording, and I was like, can yeah, you... Yeah, you came over, that was like, the first thing you said. Can you believe this yep, shit? that was like, the first thing you said. because like, I love Shawn Michaels. He had one of the best retirements behind Ric Flair, and how could they do this? I all, think it was all better for than the, Ric Flair. All for the Saudi money. Remember when Ric Flair took the picture where he was, like, eating his wife's tongue? Yeah, that was disgusting. Why is he married? But don't again? shit on his retirement. It's really good. Who's Ric Flair's? It's the best retirement like ever in wrestling. There's no doubt in my mind. Sure, yeah. it's like the only one. <laughs> they, Him and Shawn, Shawn Michaels. Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Um, I like Shawn Michaels better. Macho Man retirement match. That's yeah. not real. <laughs> All right. Anyway, back to the thing here. How are you going to put fake Undertaker in this? I I have to because he's you just, don't have to. He's he. he Listen, I'm looking at a, a mountain of shit, Joe. Right I now, agree. Like on my on oh, my iPad, nothing like, in this is good. Yeah. I agree with you. And the best thing I can identify is either Ted DiBiase or Fake Undertaker. Is DiBiase though even good in the corporation? Like, isn't he very crappy? It's more like a necessity. <laughs> it's like if you're making a Rushmore million dollar corporation, <laughs> it's kind of like he just has to be there because everyone else sucks. And it's like his brainchild, so we wouldn't be doing this without him. Yeah, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I mean, if it keeps fake Undertaker out of it. Yeah, why don't we go neutral here and just, just go with Teddy, Di- Ted Di- Diabetes? Well, let's talk about him real quick yeah, okay. within the corporation, because okay. we mentioned how good he was now, before that. This is a weird, like, is this canon question? I don't know, what? really. Is, like... Was the corporation, like, always in existence? Like, was it, like, a subtext? Like, you would think a guy that has millions of dollars would own a corporation, but maybe they just didn't mention it, really? Well, there like, was money incorporated. Right. So maybe that's the first business that he started. Well, what started. if that was a, a subsist, subsidiary? Subsidiary, yes. Subsidiary, yeah. What if, what if it's, like, a sub-corporation? Like, it's in the conglomerate, you know? <laughs> so they you just, think they, he always owned this? They just never acknowledged... How fucking like million dollar Manny with is that in general? Million dollar Manny, yeah, (laughs) like that. That he's such an ass. Everybody's got a price bang. He owns a corporation called the Million Dollar Corporation. (laughs) It's a great name, if you ask me. Don't you think? Yeah, but it's just the dickiest. Like, imagine like on the stock market, walking in and being like, "This is my corporation, the Million Dollar Corporation." (laughs) For the record, while we're talking about money. When uh when you and I were in a uh, wrestling simulation league in uh, eighth grade, oh yeah, I remember that. What was your name in that? Oh, MQ Money. But was I in the Million Dollar? <laughs> no, okay. but your your gimmick was like the Million Dollar Man, right? Sort of, yeah. But it was like he was like more athletic, kind of like comma, like but not really. <laughs> you were comma. <laughs> you just admitted it. You he were was kind like of an comma. MMA fighter man, but. Uh, that's because I consider Kama the original MMA fighter man, which we'll get into him later. But okay, yeah. So let's let's put uh, diabetes in. I here. think we need to put diabetes in because I'm not putting fake Undertaker in, and you're not putting kid yeah, in. I so that's fine. I, that crybaby match really upsets me. Oh god! All right. Well, more on the crybaby match on a Monday because yeah. Meltzer has something to say about it. Wait, <laughs> what? Yeah, it's in it's in the the little uh, review that we did coming up on Monday. It is. Yeah. We it, talked about that? It gets mentioned by Dave Meltzer, yes. Oh. Yeah, stay tuned, oh, folks. Oh, yes. It okay, does. yeah, yeah, it does. With okay. the weird guy. Yeah. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that weird human. <laughs> For number four, the first guy, I think, to uh, to lead a stable and not make it in as number one. Yeah. <laughs> Ted, to start his own corporation <laughs> <right>. in wrestling. <laughs> he gets the lowly fourth spot, Ted Diabetes. 
I forgot for a second so this is the song. Listen, don't forget there are many gods all over the world. Well, to recap for Ruben Vasquez Jr. Okay. Our Mount Rushmore of Million Dollar Corporation members is a doozy. It's Bam Bam Bigelow, Psycho Sid, mm-hmm. Steve Austin, mm-hmm. and Ted DiBiase. That's the Mount Rushmore. I'll tell you what. It's going to make me sad that I have to now wait two weeks to hear that. I'm sorry, Quinn, but we yeah. can't have it all. Yeah. You know, we can't have it all. Okay. Well, maybe it's going to make it more special. It will, actually. Next, in, in next two weeks episode, whatever. Speaking of special, hey, if you patrons out there can get anyone else to donate, we're two away as of press time from uh, 40, which would mean the new poll for a review. Yep. I'm willing to entertain non-wrestling stuff if Listen, you are. I... I I've am. been looking forward to that. Yeah. Like, I want to get into some real shitty movies. Yeah. Like, I'm willing to do something like that. Because I think, you know, we've proven with some of these reviews of movies, in quotes, um, that uh, we can do a good job on, like, really shitty movies. I think we can do a good job on, on anything. Ha- we would have to name that, like, podcast something special, just in case, like, it gets, it, it, it is big, big success or sure. something, and we have to spin it off, and... We have to make a name for it. Do we though? We should. You think so? If it if it comes, well, it'll to be that. a pilot episode. Yeah. Okay, we'll we'll consider the first that, one a pilot. It's a pilot, but it's a live review. It's a live review, but it's a pilot it's still of a, a pilot. new kind of thing. Okay, that's fine. Fine. All right, so Quinn, that was for the best. I'm going to start you off with one of the worst, and and honestly, here mm-hmm. I'm just going to get it out there. Tatanka. Yes, <laughs> I, I totally 100% agree with you. Um, this is what brought us the the feud that keeps on giving. I can't believe we're in another <laughs> fuck. It's back. It's two years in, and we're still talking we, about we, it. Like, wasn't there a point where we yeah. literally were like, we're never talking about yeah. this again? Because we didn't think we'd ever have to. <laughs> right here it is. Here it's back. The it Ill- came back like last week on the hundredth. It did. Oh God. The ill-advised heel turn. What else do we need to say about it's it? It's the worst thing to ever happen in the existence of everything. He's one of the worst heels you've ever seen because yeah. he doesn't do anything. <laughs> He's, the He's worst. so boring. He had the worst blow-off match with Luger in a cage on not even a pay-per-view. Like, it's, it's just the worst. Why, why did <laughs> Chief J. Strongbow is just fat in it. it. It besmirches the legacy of Chief J. Strongbow, that, that free-wielding, like he picks up stairs and breaks the stair off and he's cool and stuff. And the dance. Yeah, and the dance. He, he didn't, did he get to use the dance? Because remember, I explained this, it's all kayfabe. And did he, did when, he, he, lo- when he gets you, the dance, watch out. Do you mean, did he uh, use it against, I mean, uh, Tatanka? Yeah. I don't think he so. He should have. <laughs> should have summoned the dance powers against him. Now, do you think Chief J's dance is better than Tatanka's dance? Oh, w- without like, question. Like, way ahead, because right? his dance it's, has respect. It's scary. But it's, it's fear is instilled in his opponents when he does the dance. Now, for anyone that's listening that might not be on the $3 tier, yeah. we're referring to 1982, but can you explain the psychology behind why they so, run away from Chief's so dance? Joe was very like adamant that the dance, like, he's like, fuck this dance, it sucks, I don't understand, why did they back away? And I'm like, Joe, Chief's wrestled for like a really long time. Right. He must have like either killed somebody or seriously injured them like right be like right after he did the dance so like for all time whenever he does the dance like everyone is like oh fuck like <laughs> so that's why the dance is deadly that's good deadly dances right De- De- dances De- with deadly dances with deadly yeah okay so in that regard um put him in 
Like, <laughs> to put the Tonka in? We've had he, enough of him, enough. right? I, I, he's the worst. I don't like him. He's a jerk, and he sucks. <laughs> so one, one question before I do. Yeah. Should they have not turned him heel? Should they have turned him heel, and he was just, like, not in the corporation? They should have fired him in 1994 <laughs> because he was out of gas by then. I Seriously, like, there was nothing to do with him. He had that winning streak thing. That was it. And, and when he ended, didn't yeah. have it, it was over. You're Who absolutely right. Ludwig Borga? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's even more embarrassing. <laughs> uh, Tatanka's crumbling. Yeah, Tatanka's crumbling. Yeah. For number one, Tatanka. Die, die, die. Alrighty. Now. Your move, sir. Um, <laughs> uh, Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on with this. You want to explain uh, so, Santa Claus uh, to the layman out there? December 95, I want to say. Yep. Like, I, I guess that it could have right. been 96. No, 95. Um, basically, like, Ted DiBiase's like, I'm going to steal Christmas. I don't really remember what he was going to say. <laughs> I'm going to steal Christmas. It was kind of like a Grinch sort of angle. And like all of a sudden, this he's like, This I bought Christmas or something. And he's like, This is your new Santa Claus, Santa Claus. And it's spelled with an X. And it's just like a guy, not all of a sudden, like he doesn't have the big white beard. It's just a black beard, but not even like a long one. It's no. just like stubble. Mediocre black beard. <laughs> he doesn't even have a like, it's just like stubble. Right. It is. And he's got stubble bald head too. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like when you, you're kind of letting your hair grow in. Yeah. And he's just, I don't know why he exists. He wrestles someone in a Santa outfit and loses. And that's the last we see of him. Now that's what he wears a red shirt. Yeah. But he wears black, you know, pants and suspenders. Right. Because, Sorry. And he's built from the South Pole. Because <laughs> that makes him evil. That like, it's still cold he, there. He's the bizarro version now. So, so I guess in their minds. Well, he didn't. It, they never said anything about the cold, Joe. Because if you recall, like he had the big, the warm gear on. So S is the opposite of X. That's the part I don't get. The Xanta. And it's the last name is spelled with a K, by the way. Is it like a reference to like Xmas? Like Xmas? Like, you know how they spell it that way? Xmas, Xmas. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's I don't not. think it is. They should have called um, a one, two, three kid Xmas. Shut up. Now, <laughs> Christmas themed version. Xanta over here made like two appearances. <laughs> Wait, what? there's a second appearance? One where he debuted yeah. at the In Your House and mm -hmm. the next night on Raw at those tapings where he wrestled. And that was it. What? That I know of anyway. That's, I don't even remember that Raw thing. The, the, I just remember him on the pay-per-view. Like Nitro was on at the time. I thought he wrestled better. on the pay I thought everything it was like a no. one and done. Like everything was finished after that. He was revealed at the pay-per-view. He actually had the regular Santa beard. Then he like took it off and, and Vince so, is like, no, not Santa. Yeah, he does. I remember that. Remember the bad Maybe Vince I'm voice? Maybe I'm just conflating. You're like, just mixing the, it all the, together. The two things because they were so they were one night apart. So Now you know who played Santa Claus, Quinn? I, you mean Santa Claus? Santa Claus, yeah. Who? You don't know? What? Balls Mahoney. Oh, that was him? Yeah. Well, what happened to all his hair? He had, they, well, he hadn't they, had they, the hair yet. Now, he's not Man Mountain Rock also, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Balls no. was somebody else, though, wasn't uh, he? I don't think so. Okay, you thinking of Mantar? He's no. not Mantar, if that's no. what you mean. I just thought he was somebody else for some reason. I don't think so. Balls Maybe Mahoney. I'm thinking of Louis Spicoli. That's Rad Radford. Yeah. Okay. Anyone else you want to bring up from 95 while we're at it? <laughs> no. I never want to. Well, I'm, I, unfortunately, all these people are from 1995. Now, what about Pennybags Volkar? Okay. Though, before I, I before was, we do that. So, I was hoping you'd bring this up so I could defend yeah, Pennybags. Yeah, fine. You can, you can. I love this gimmick because... It's sad, though. It's sad, but at the same time, 
It is so awesome that there's a guy that wore the sense sign on did, his tights. I did that find is, that funny as a that kid. Is amazing. Even as a kid, I was like, yes. "This is great." I, that I, was funny. I have no problem with this. To me, if anything, it like reinvigorated Nikolai Volkov. I don't know if it reinvigorated. I don't know that he was much invigorated anyway to begin well, with. To be fair, he was like a thousand years old by yeah, this point alone. But um, he had the sense sign, Joe, and that, that's really all you need to say. Yeah, so this, folks, this started with Volkov appearing in the crowd starting at WrestleMania in his old stupid suit. Right. Weeks and weeks he went on. He was very poor or Yeah, he was poor, so he kept wearing the same suit. Right. DiBiase, like, berates him. Right. And then he's like, ha, 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 I'm gonna pay you to be in the thing. Now, and then, didn't they say right. somehow that he was poor because of the Soviet Union's economy or something, That because it had collapsed in real life? You might be right. I think that I think happened. I think you're right. <laughs> what a weird, like, connection. And first of all, again, Vince, like, super late. That's, like, five years after, like, <laughs> like it started collapsing in, like, 92, I think. like when Before the, that, yeah. right? Yeah, before, but, like, really, like, yeah. in a dumpster by, like, 92 by in 92. real life. But now, the great thing about Volkov is that not only did he have the sense sign, yeah. he had the same shitty, sh- like, um, shiny jacket that DiBiase did. Yeah. And it had the sense on it. And on the back, it said, property of the million-dollar man. Yes. And on top of that, he also tended to wear a... <laughs> tuxedo t-shirt yes which was even funnier because like wow just like wow Ugh. you are just the poorest like you think being in the million dollar corporation they throw him a buck here and there or something but wasn't he in it because he was like paying off a debt or something it's something like that where he just has no money so but he doesn't th- want to be in it but the thing is is that he seemed pretty damn loyal for somebody who didn't want to be like he's always in the beatdowns like enthusiastically like helping well, he's getting paid. He's I'm getting just, paid. I'm just saying, it just seems for somebody that's reluctantly mm. in this like horrible corporation that sucks balls, <laughs> like he really seems to be pretty happy to be there the moment they like recruit him. Well, even people Quinn with the worst jobs are happy when they cash their checks. Right. So, so but you don't think he should go in because no, of the humor? Yes, because it's it's might be, unfortunately, and I can't even believe I'm saying this, the most entertaining thing that happens in this entire yeah. Hodgepodge of crap. I mean, there aren't many entertaining things. Yeah. So, okay. Do you have one or are we putting Santa Claus on? Santa Claus, definitely. Okay. So for number two, Santa <laughs> yeah. Claus. Die, die, die. What a now, stupid thing. Yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> now, what about comma? <laughs> so yeah. this is this is poor Charles Wright once again. Yeah, as um, we established yeah, right in the nation. Just getting episode. some piece of shit gimmick. Which <sighs> on paper now. Mm-hmm. Let me hear me out here. I will. On paper, the comic gimmick seems great. Like it's yeah. an MMA fighter man guy. He's a shoot fighter before they really had a name for it. Right. Right. It yeah. wasn't a common term had, in '95. Like, you know what I always thought was cool about him, which you know maybe just because I was a kid and I'd never seen it before, but he had what? those like not boxing gloves, but like the you know the, like the actual MMA like MMA the Brock gloves. Lesnar gloves. Yes. Right. Like I always thought he looked cool as shit, and he had like all these tattoos. Like I was yeah. like, this guy looks. Awesome. Get a good look. The thing was, good is size. he just sucked. And like, it was always just him going, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. And then wrestling like a 10 minute boring match. Right. Not like that. Like, you, <laughs> right. you would think like, oh, he's going to like yeah. punch combo. <laughs> he just wrestles. Like, he reminded me of like Sagat from Street Fighter or something. Like how he should have been. Right. In my brain. That's like how I wanted him to be. Like he knew Mui. Yeah. He knew Mui. <laughs> that's what we call him. He knew some Mui. He knew some Mui. Right. But instead he wrestled like, uh, you know, Papa Shango, for yeah, example. Yeah, and he had the Undertaker's urn in a chain or whatever. That was stupid. Now, what did you, th- you thought that was stupid? Because yes. I, I thought that was like 
somewhat interesting. Well, I can't follow you. You were like nine, right, but like, I didn't like it. Yeah, I just thought like, well, you know, they got his powers or whatever, right? And I had not seen before yet fake Undertaker because I had not seen that Coliseum on videotape. Lucky you. Yeah, which was only like less than a year before this, <laughs> which is kind of weird to think that that seemed like another world to me in 1995. Because I just hadn't had access to it or whatever. Believe me, it was another world yeah. by 95. Trust me. Yeah. I saw SummerSlam when it happened. And right. this was much worse. Uh-huh. Honestly, as yeah. much shit as we give the summer of 94. Now, it is ugh. It is odd to think that after The Undertaker had defeated fake Undertaker, right? <laughs> had like yes. gotten rid of shitty King Kong Bundy. Yep. All this crap. Yeah. That by like summer of 90, he's still feuding with the corporation. All the in way. In some form. All the way until Mabel finally like. Yeah saunters in and breaks his face at least that ended this <laughs> yeah, shit at least it ended this but you're right he feuds with DiBiase in some way shape or form from summer of 94 until the summer, summer of 95 90 yeah, essentially it's, it's a whole year in the midst of that is someone I want to bring up so comma is he like eligible like, yeah he's like, definitely okay, eligible because okay. he was so boring yeah he like, sucked we, we all know the best version of Charles Wright is the godfather right even, As we discussed yeah. before. And Godfather is awesome. Go back. Yeah, he's watch. great. Like, seriously, I forgot until I started watching a little bit of that, like, late 90s stuff where, like, he's the full-fledged Godfather. Like, man, he was so fun. He was like, fun. I, I love any time. He's like the yep. Duggan of, like... Perfect. Yeah. He's and that, the and that's Duggan. not even trying to be ironic no, with no, the no. whole ho thing. Like, that, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. He literally is the Duggan. He is the Duggan. Yeah. He's the opening match or like early card guy that gets the crowd all riled up and, and you everyone's don't happy. don't respect him at the time as like right. a smark or whatever, but you, then you look back and you're like, this guy was great. Yeah. Like, and you like don't care if he yeah. loses, but you want him to win, but yeah. you don't care that much. I think people were excited when he won the Intercontinental title. They were like, I was. Fuck yeah. Like, no, I was. Yeah, I was too. <laughs> I never even asked you about yeah, that. Yeah, no, I was. It was good, right? Yes. It was very deserving. Who did they, I don't remember who he beat because it's freaking 99. It yeah. could have been Val Venus or something. it's but marked by the Owen Hart thing, but... That's when he lost it, yeah. Right. Like, he, he was going to lose it to yeah. Owen, but he lost to Jared or someone the yeah. next night. Whatever it was. Yeah. I forget what it was. But anyway, I would even wager, Quinn, that bald comma from the nation is better than this comma. Oh, hell yeah. Right, bald but comma? he's a Mustafa by that point. Yeah. Yeah, he, <laughs> he went and met Sergeant Slaughter or something in the... <laughs> Whatever corporation on, that, on the, Mooney's podcast, the, the Iraq Corporation or whatever it was. <laughs> Did you see that Mooney interviewed Slaughter last week, what? and now he's got General Adnan on the what? show. Okay, first of all, General Adnan is <laughs> the, he? How, what, we totally forgot about him. What do you the, mean? In the worst in wrestlers, wrestlers, he's probably still not. Oh, really? Worse than like all those guys, but. <laughs> Yeah, Mooney and like, oh, General Adnan, what did you think? <laughs> like, who gives a shit? He doesn't, isn't he like from Brooklyn or something? Isn't that like all fake? Probably from Italy. Yeah. I don't know. They're all from Italy. Yeah. Everyone's from Italy. Brett's in Italy. Yeah, Brett's always in. Okay. But so, anyway, Mustafa, comma, is better than regular comma, right? right? But in the corporation, comma's pretty awful. Yeah, but you know who else was bad? And uh, you're going to sink your teeth into this one. Okay. IRS. Oh, of, of horrible. Like, <laughs> disappointing. Bad. Like, I don't know why. I don't know why he existed. Like, like the more by I look, then, especially. The more I look back at it, first of all, I can't even believe that started in, like, 91. Yes, the spring. How the fuck? And then it's still a thing by, like, 95. Yes, until the summer. And then he's immediately in WCW. Just, no. For years. He's the worst thing ever. So, is, is Mike Rotunda one of the most, like, boring wrestlers, like, ever of all time? Of all time? Yeah, like of all time. I don't know if all time, but 
I, it's I'm hard to not think. to argue against it. Now, isn't Varsity Club Mike Rotunda okay? Wasn't he Listen, better at least? I think we just think that's cute, and we we don't. I've seen some stuff. It's just IRS, just in a, in a singlet. Yeah, it's the same shit. What about Mike Rotunda? Sucks. What about Rotunda and Wyndham? It's you know it's in it's okay. It's more about Barry Wyndham, but <laughs> he was uh, yeah. the breakout. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He Mike Rotunda is like the original Marty Genetti. I don't. Oh, you mean where his partner? That's yeah. probably he go further back than that. I bet even. I bet you Nikolai Volkov is the original Marty Gennetti, whoever he teamed with. You mean with the Iron Sheik? No, I'm talking they about like both when he, were a hundred years old. No, when I'm they talking about when they were like the Mongols or something like that like, in the fifties. Oh. Uh, do you think IRS? Let's be objective though. Be, mm-hmm. From ninety-one to ninety-five, I personally can't think. I don't think of any good IRS match. I'm not being funny. Like no, there's not one. Like I'm, I'm trying to run through it real quick. We have time here, folks. But there like, isn't one. You're, there's nothing to even run through. Like Valentine at SummerSlam '91. Yeah, it's it's nothing. That's just like it's not even. It doesn't even make the tape on. It's on the bird. tape. I don't know why you think. No, that. there's there's like a version of that show where Maybe, it got cut because it's it's advertised as a bonus match on the tape or something. What? I don't yeah. think so. I thought it wasn't on the original pay per view broadcast. It like happened during <laughs> no. when everyone went to get their groceries or whatever. Are you sure? I yeah. I think and well, Richard. Richard yeah. would know. Richard I let us swear know. I don't that, think so. Because I remember that weird fact for some dumb reason when back in the late 90s when you and me used to like trade tapes and shit. I think you're thinking of something from SummerSlam 92. No. There's something in 92 that's not. There's a, something with IRS that gets cut. You're right. Well, but I thought that's it, rightfully so. I thought it was SummerSlam 91. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. Then he's in uh, blah, blah, blah. The Money Inc. all throughout 92. They didn't have that I can think of like any really good matches. No. Not at all. Even the, other than that match where like the camera like goes away and Bobby Bates. Well, actually, their stuff against the Steiners is probably their best tag work because the yeah, Steiners were good. Because that but, stuff against Hogan and Beefcake sucked. Oh my God, it sucked terrible. Ass. And then IRS, the singles wrestler in 94. Mm-hmm. What the hell did he do that was good? Well, he remember he like almost won the Intercontinental title from Razor Ramon or something. That match sucks. Yeah. <laughs> then he doesn't even wrestle. I'm just trying to think. The tag match against the Head Shrinkers with Bigelow is okay at SummerSlam. Listen to is that what, the all best this he has? You're listing. That's it's what I mean. Bad. It's none of none of it was that good at all. Yeah. Okay. None so, of it was good. So IRS was bad. He's got. You know what? Fuck him. He should be in here. Like he is not. <laughs> there's just nothing. There's nothing I can say that it was good about him. His entire run in WWF, let alone the Million Dollar Corporation. Yeah, which was all bad. He's like the giant Gonzalez of the Million Dollar Corporation. <laughs> just always shitty. One of the most bottom of the barrel like crap. I agree, but can we also talk about uh, King Kong Bundy for candidacy? Or do See, you... I don't have as big a problem. He's really? like Volkov in a wet, weird way where it's like, what? it's entertaining just because of the idea that like, is he even the real Bundy because he had the eyebrows? <laughs> like, there's like, there's things about him that are very intriguing to me. But he was pointless by 95. Quinn. Oh, yeah. Well, he I was didn't so even, shitty. I was surprised he was back. So was I. Wasn't he gone for like, how long had he been gone by that Since point? Since 88. Holy shit. Came like, back in Where 94. the fuck even was he? Uh, you he know what? Even, he didn't go to WCW. I Did don't he, like, know. like quit wrestling or something? Maybe he stopped for a while. That's weird. I really like don't know. Like how Bob Backlund did kind of yeah, like Backlund was very sporadic. Yeah, like he went. You know, he was in Herb Abrams' UWF Backlund. 
That's unfortunate. That's something we need to review more of. Just a Bob Backlund match from her. Yes. UWF. Yes. Something in that vein. How uh, did that promotion exist? I don't know, but it was in business for five years. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> and it had a pay per view. It had a pay per view and everything. That's the most impressive. D- ECW like struggled to get a pay per view, but Herbie. fucking UWF just like fucking fall, slips on a banana peel and gets a pay per view. Gotta love her, baby. Yeah. Uh, so you're saying Bundy is not as bad as IRS or Comma because Bundy was just like. It, it's inoffensive. He to was me. Bundy. At least he still looked like King Kong Bundy other than the eyebrows. But I mean, size wise, he still looked like imposing. Let's put it that way. I never found him imposing. I think I'm he's the only huge. person. I know that, but he's, he's just, a human condominium. He looks like a potato. Yeah, I know, but it's a giant potato. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. Is there anyone else we want to discuss here? Um, do Ted DiBiase's druids count? I don't think so. <laughs> I can't believe that's on the list on like Wikipedia.org <laughs> or whatever. It is. Uh, we got to get IRS on. What are we yeah, doing? He's horrible. He was never good. You're right. Yeah. I'm, I thank you among yeah. all things for these past two years. Uh, <laughs> among everything, you know, unfolding, illuminating, sh- illuminating to me, shining a light on how poor IRS was. <laughs> a lot of like investigative gimmick. journalism went into it. Um, Took a long time, but right. he sucks. Yeah. You're yeah, absolutely he, he, right. There's nothing really. <laughs> it's you can not good. Say is good about him. He's not ironically good. Like yeah. there, it's not like I hate <laughs> this excuse that oh he's a good wrestler. Why? Like <laughs> show me like a five star match. Like not even a four star. Yeah, right? Show me any star match. He's, he he's just a snooze fest. He sucks. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Why is there all this like false reverence for him? <laughs> I don't get it. He, they, he, it's so much false reverence to the point where he's like, he still works for them. <laughs> like he does something there. I think his son works for yeah. them. Both of them. Yeah, but Two he also. Them. I think uh, he, he works does there no, too. He does, he does. Is it because he wore a suit and was a good I don't wrestler? Know. <laughs> I don't get it. All right. Good is subjective here because I've never seen a good match with him get him out of here for number three irs die 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 well comma is still on the table uh bundy really uh, okay i can't i how, just I okay can't. how is comma worse than bundy he just is what do you mean because it's just at least comma was a fresh you know gimmick. what let's put it this way this here's something we haven't said in a while the disappointment factor Okay. It's like I really thought that he was very Tama. cool looking when I first saw him, and Same. I was very disappointed. Yeah, because he was like outside of the ring, right? right? Promos and stuff, intimidating heel. Like, holy shit, this is cool. Yeah, he had like shin guards on. Like, oh man, he must really kick people hard. Yeah, and he, like he, he's got boxing glove things on. He knows Mooey. Yeah, he knows Mooey. He has he, he has a fucking chain of the Undertaker's <laughs> urn because he kicked his ass. Like, but he, he didn't. They just said that. They just said that. Yeah. And then he gets in the ring and he just wrestles like a mid, yeah. mid card, like late eighties heel. For fuck's sake! <laughs> they called him the Supreme Fighting Machine. Like that is an awesome name. You better be fucking good. Like, come on! Everything wow. about him is disappointing. Okay, so then we're gonna come to a truce here, or do we have to have a battle? What you, battle? You hang on. You wanted to put. One, two, three, kid in. Yeah, he's horrible, too. So is fake Undertaker. I mean, come yeah. on. Is this even a truce, though? Because Are they going to cancel each other out? Comma, okay. first of all, should... How many do we have in already? We have three in. Wait, this what? This is it. Oh, shit. Tatanka, Santa Claus, and IRS. Mm. I just... That one, two, three, kid thing is, is poor, Joe. Quinn, Explain, fake Undertaker. Yeah, but that's bad, too. But at least it main evented and Leslie Nielsen was involved. It shouldn't have main evented because uh, Brett Owen was really the better okay, thing going on. but then there's the on. naked gun tie-in, so how no could one, it be that, that bad? Because well, it was. <laughs> All they what? did was say case a real lot and stand on a briefcase. They're on the case, Joe. They're like us. They're our brothers in arms, those two. <sighs> 
I was trying to think of something, but I have nothing right now. Yeah, because you know that's that. a true statement. It's not a true statement. What do you mean? Listen, they found him. Ted DiBiase found the fake one. Paul Bearer found yep, the real one. They exactly, did nothing. Exactly, but that wouldn't have happened if the fake one came along. No one wanted the fake one. But they wanted the real one. So if the fake one didn't come, it wouldn't have made Undertaker rise from the grave and come back. And if X-Pac, I mean, if 123Kid hadn't turned heel, he never would have become six and never would have become X-Pac. It's kind of garbage. And though. he never would have said, Hulk Hogan, you suck, pal. Joe, he wore a diaper. One match. He lost a crybaby match. He had, Shane- to, be, he had to be burped and he had a he had a bib on. It was awful. But that's a can, losing <laughs> stipulation. Yes, but that defined, It wasn't his choice. He also was like, I think he just was run out of the corporation. No, he was in it until May. Okay, but how he was garbage. It, he corporation was, has a bad history of people losing a very embarrassing match, Bam Bam Bigelow, mm-hmm. and one, two, three kid, and never like regaining their prominence in the, at least in WWF after that. He was good in '96. After that, still, Stop you it. don't believe me. He's horrible. Before that, he was a good team. Nobody cares. Psycho City. Yeah, they did. They they hated the kid because he was such a good heel. I didn't even know he worked there in 1996. I totally forgot he existed after that crybaby thing. I saw him in MSG in January oh, 96. So th- here we go. This is where it comes from. And I couldn't is, stand that motherfucker. This is the defense. Yeah, because he was a good heel. Did he cry? No, that was in February. Yeah, but and there was he, one was he still match. Crying? No, he did never they have cried to after his that. Diaper at that. He said, "Hulk Hogan, you suck, pal." No, not that. That was later. Yeah, that's when he came back. Because that was that started it all. He lost the baby thing? Yeah, he became a big dick after that. Okay, come on. Let's put in um Well you're trying to say that Chains isn't as bad as that. Chains? Chains. Who? Brian Lee. He's horrible. Fake taker. Faker taker? Yeah. Well I mean you're he's not good. Let's not gloss over that. (laughs) You're acting like that was okay. That's Brian Lee, right? Yes, it's Brian Lee. He did once um, fight the Undertaker or something. What was that? He fought Crush. He fought Crush in in like a Japanese movie or whatever that was. Bollywood. Yeah. But he was just billed as the Undertaker in that movie. That's That's why it's amazing. He was the fake Undertaker and the real Undertaker. Holy shit. I like that he fought Crush in a Bollywood movie. Yeah. It's like a rare trivia. Yeah. We could review that. God, imagine how bad that movie is. It's probably awful. Uh, also, I remember one time <laughs> there was an episode not too long ago where you said like Crush was the fake Undertaker, and I was like, no, that was changed. You're like, who cares? It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it they're is. the same thing. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Crush and Brian Lee are the same thing. They're interchangeable. <laughs> they very much are. And then they, it got so bad that they just made them a tag team in WCW. Remember with the two bald versions of them in the DOA too. Yeah. No, Crush was not a tag team with Brian Lee. Wait, it was Brian. Adams and Brian Clark. Brian Adams, the the guy from that band. Yeah, from Brian Adams. You know what? When you say Brian Adams, you know it's really funny. I think of um, Summer of '69. No, no, no. I think of that English guy, the the wrestler, the Chris to, Adams. Yeah, every time, every time you say Brian Adams, <laughs> different I'm like, person. I'm like, oh, that's uh the the husband of the lady who made Genie? up Stone Cold yeah. or whatever. Your state, your tea is Stone Cold. <laughs> yeah. I guess we're not going to, we're going to come to an impasse with Kid and Faker Taker. Yeah, so. I, the only reason, again, with Faker Taker is I understand people hate him, but like, he did like main event. He was like a main, you stop? but you, you like to bring up all this stuff about how like, it's how they're important to the million dollar corporation. He was like, actually the first, first crown jewel. <sighs> Quinn. He was. He was dr- dressed up like it was Halloween. Playing yep. the he Undertaker. Had powers, remember? No, he had zero powers. That was the whole point. Didn't he do something on like a vignette or something? No. Are you sure? Yeah. Hmm. 
It was a really bad angle. I don't know. I just don't care about it, really. I don't think it's as offensive as, like, the disappointment factor of comma. Well, Quinn, I, I was very sad. I saw this as it happened, and I was very excited for Undertaker versus Underfaker. And the really? disappointment factor there. Yeah. I thought people thought that was dumb when it was happening. People older than nine did. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I was nine. All right. Would you say Kama was disappointing to you also, though, as a yes, child? Yes, absolutely was. Because you, you heard Supreme Fighting Machine, and you were like, he's got to be awesome. Yeah, and he had a distinct look that was like, yeah, a, yeah, uh, yeah. We're, I'm not going to try to sell you anymore on fake Undertaker, but yeah. for the record. Yeah, no, under, Faker Taker is like, he's like crawling into the Death Valley, but he yeah. just, it's only got like one finger, kind of like, he, he's sort of there, but right. he doesn't in. live there, so he yeah. shouldn't really right. be in there. Only yeah. the real Undertaker lives there. Yes, okay, for the sake of Death Valley itself. Yeah. We shouldn't put him in. Because Undertaker already lives there. Yeah. Okay. It's Undertaker's house, not Faker Taker's house. (laughs) So there you go. There's the logic. So for number four, comma. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Here he is. Die, die, die. Well, to recap for Rory McNamara. Okay. Nice guy there. Sent us a nice little clip for OVP 100 last week. Our Death Valley of Million Dollar Corporation members. (laughs) Tatanka. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Santa Claus. Yep. IRS. Oh boy. And comma. The Supreme Fighting Machine. Disappointing. Very disappointing. That's our Mount Rushmore and Death Valley of Million Dollar Corporation members. Thank you to whoever that put that on there. I mean, sorry to the Druids. Uh, We didn't talk enough about them, but they they weren't anything. (laughs) Now we uh we've got some cool suggestions on there that hopefully we'll be able to get to. We've got a fake injuries. So I'm thinking Sean's knee injury would be fine. Wait a second. There's not enough of those. Is there? Oh, they're probably all Shawn Michaels. What? Um, mustaches, hmm. which That's that could be later. Yeah. yeah. Big Bully Busick had a good one. Alliterative wrestler, speaking of him, Arn Anderson, Big Bully Busick, okay. Hulk Hogan, Jeff Jarrett. Gotcha. That's pretty good. That's interesting. Razor Ramon would be would a good be one. a bad one? A bad uh, wrestler or the name? wrestler. Well, that's the thing. Or is it the name that's bad or the, re- the wrestler, right? I don't know. It'd pro- I would think it would be the name since we're going by the name. No. I don't know. It says a literature of wrestlers. Well, we'd have to ask. Jeff Jarrett would be a bad one. Well, if he I, don't was a wrestler. Think, I don't think his name is bad. Right. Because you know it. Big Bully Busick. That guy. Meh. I don't think there's any bad alliterative name. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, hmm. Brooklyn Brawler. Well, I guess we'd have to decide when we, yeah. if we do it. Uh, Hor- else- Horace Hogan. Yeah, he, that's <laughs> That sounds stupid yeah. and he's bad. Okay, yeah. anyway. So, But what else is on that list? Uh, midgets. Oh, really? Hairstyles. Well, I have my opinions on a Little Beaver, so. <laughs> I bet you do, Quinn. So does Congress. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is this about Doink, of course, was added by Joe Merkel because we asked for that. That's now that's Wait a second. later, though. No, we have a legitimate like. Yeah. One. So we talked about this on the show, I think. Is this about Doink? No, the Doink. Yeah, Doink. The that, Doink Rushmore. Yeah. No, there is one, but we're not yet. What right? is that? That's actually like that should be something we do soon. Before we get to 50 and do hats, right? Yeah, that's like a, that should be like a regular extra one. Okay. So, why don't we, why don't we say that that's the next one? How about that? Doink, are we going to remember? We'll remember. Okay. Well, Richard will remind me anyway. Yeah. He, he always okay, does. Okay. So, next episode, folks, this Two is like weeks a first from now. time. Yeah, we're fr- announcing it. Yeah. We should do this every week where we just go through the list or something. If we have time, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, next, so, next episode, two weeks from now, Doink. The, the Mount Rushmore. Of and Doinks. Death Valley of Doinks. Yeah. Yeah, of Doinks. Because there are enough. Yeah. It's anyone that ever wore the Doink shit. Yeah. That was called... I, we got to talk about the midgets, though, Quinn, off, off camera, because oh. they're not Doink. No, see, I think I, not I'm going to count them. What do you mean? In the... in the as it, 
but for they're consideration. Not, they're dink and pink and wink. But they they are like if Doink like had a fart or something and something came out, it's them. Because he's a clown, you know. It's it, it's got to be funny why they're like why they exist. <sighs> All right. Well, uh, until uh, <laughs> get it. Then, yeah, it's a joke. Right. Wait. So he farts midgets. Yeah, I, I think that's the canon because that's like that seems like something that would happen with a clown. Like he, like it would have to be like really dumb, right? Like he would give birth with a fart instead of like a normal way. As always, we thank you for your patronage here and uh, your contributions to be able to hear the wonderful highbrow humor that we are able to provide for yeah. you each and every uh, week, really, if you subscribe to the three dollars tier. But anyway, until next time, stay tuned for Monday, October first. It's OVP one hundred part two, Deuce. wrestling with shadows, yeah. Deuce and Domino. Yeah. And uh, after that, of course, we'll be back next Friday with the next installment of nineteen eighty two. And the week after that, it's about Doink. It's the Mount Rushmore and Death Valley of Doinks. It's coming. It's coming. So until next time, I'm Joe Murata. That's Michael Quinn. We'll see ya. See ya.